0: Oh my God, what am I doing? Hi everybody. This is my impression of Trump's State of the Union speech that he gave last night. I think he did a great job. I was really impressed with it. I think that whoever wrote his script did an awesome job. And I think his delivery was also really good. He covered a lot of ground in terms of listing his accomplishments and he also framed himself as being very pro-American and the Democratic Party as being very not for Americans. I think that might actually be the case, but he definitely did a good job of highlighting that when he made certain points. And then, you know, you saw one side really applauding and that ending of USA, USA was also pretty awesome. And then the other side was like, nope, we're not on board with this. And I guess they have to do that to appeal to their side because they want to make it clear that they're not for Trump or what he stands for. I also think he did a great job of not looking like a bigot. I don't think he is one, but I think he did Who would make it hard for them to really paint him as that, although it's very. People can just do what they want nowadays. It doesn't really matter what your character is. If they just say you or something, you become that thing, apparently. I particularly want to focus on his persuasive tactics because I think that him giving very concrete examples in terms of which companies were bringing jobs home and then when he called up people in the crowd and made that human emotional connection, that was really good and that's going to be really important. I was thinking maybe for the North Korean defector, which was probably my favorite moment, I think he may be priming people be more sympathetic towards his rhetoric against North Korea um, which I am kind of for. Trump is kind of rude but I am for pointing out how much atrocity is going on there and I think bringing someone who basically fought his way to freedom makes it very real. And I think that's really important for for people to understand that this is going on right now and here's a person standing in front of you and then having the parents who lost their son That was also quite heart wrenching. And uh, having specific examples of people who support him. Oh, and then there was also the couple who ran a small business for like 20 years and they had a welder that they were able to hire because of Trump's tax reform plans, which may not be in effect yet, but I definitely think can already be having an effect on the economy. That was all superb. I was actually really impressed with that. And something I want to get into is him being so pro-American. So I want to make it clear, if you don't already know from the way that I speak, that I am not American. I grew up in a different country. I said that I sung the national anthem about twice a week. I stood up to the flag and did, did the thingy. And then I also said the pledge. And I think we had to hold our fingers and everything. I still remember most of the words. And I have great respect for a nation. And we can get into the conversation about whether or not nation states are really important. This is not me saying that I'm some huge fan of them, but I think that if you're going to create the sense of we're a family and we're supposed to help each other, especially through things like social programs, then you can't just have it open to any and everybody. And I don't understand what is so wrong with people being nationalistic. Now, I don't want to digress too much but I don't think that United States should be based on nationalistic in the terms of certain identities such as race but I know some people will argue against that so I want to stay clear that I'm obviously not for that. So I think it was great that he was stirring up the patriotism of people and people see that as dangerous for some reason but this is how a lot of nations operate and I can see how it can be dangerous especially if you paint it as such but you can also look at it As taking pride in something that you have built and created and I do think that the United States is a pretty unique place and I think him bringing that guy from North Korea was really important and I think that's putting an image in people's heads that may uh, influence their support of Trump when he takes certain actions in the future. Something I'm not going to get into in my video is foreign policy. You may notice on my channel that I don't really talk about that stuff And that's because I believe that I have a pretty glaring lack of knowledge on these topics, which I hope to remedy at some point. So I don't really talk about them. But one thing that made me flinch a little bit was when he was talking about Guantanamo Bay. And again, I don't want to give you the wrong idea because I think that the U.S. has enemies, some of which the U.S. created. And I think that it is important to protect your borders. I really think that. And I think it's very easy for people to complain about certain things because the trouble isn't at their door. And when you've grown up in a certain place and you know how treacherous life can be, I think you care a lot more about things like security. And only certain people who don't really have to fend that off can really be so blasé about it. Things I liked were him reaching out to uh, people who were I guess religious conservatives they would be called and showing the couple who had adopted a child that maybe the mother was about to abort. I think that was great. Absolutely great. And he also reached out to the veterans. And I think that ties into the whole being for America and respect in America. I think what he's really trying to, or building up in people, even though I can understand that from the other side, it may seem like hatred. Because they're seen as being against the rest of the world and against Um, People coming in and becoming I guess American But I think he was really focusing on respecting the country and I think that's why he wins over a lot of people because people feel like that has been lost and I don't know about you know, his trade Policies in terms of being so protectionist. I don't want to get into that. That's not my forte but That's going to win people over and I definitely think that it's working. I'm I'm actually really impressed with the speech just from um, a, uh, what do you call it, literary standpoint in terms of how it was written and how it appealed and how it went through everything and how it built up the audience well, the people who were for him. I think it was really well done as someone who understands what he was doing in terms of that. I also like that he was pro-Second Amendment and made that clear. Now, something I want to talk about is immigration. So I have a soft spot for the DACA recipients. I know that a lot of his hardcore supporters will feel very abandoned by him making a compromise. And in some ways, I really don't think amnesty is good. I think that this situation should not have been created in the first place. I think if anyone is to be blamed, regardless of what would have happened, and I've said this in one of my other videos, The administration, the current administration, what Trump is trying to do, I don't think they should be blamed. I think the parents should 100% be blamed, as well as the Democratic Party and Obama for signing that executive order. And this precarious situation should not have been created. So I don't think amnesty is good because it allows people to believe that it can disrespect the law. So I think that giving them a path to citizenship, but making it happen over a long period of time, Gives it a bit of struggle to say you're not just getting this and I think that's really good It's not the same as Simply following the rule of law that existed and they shouldn't be there But it gives a bit of humanity to it and also gives a little bit of respect to the law So I think that's a good thing something else I want to talk about is his plans for a merit-based immigration system. I don't know exactly what he means I hope it's something maybe like the Canadian immigration system. I think That currently as it stands, it's really easy to immigrate if you already have someone who is here, who is your sibling, um, your spouse, uh, your parent, or your child. So to some people, that might be a great thing. However, if people are just coming over and joining your system, as in receiving benefits, then you have to be very careful about who you let in. I don't see anything wrong with that because it's easier for people to be here just based on who their accident of birth rather than what they've done with their life, basically. And it is easier than employment-based immigration or providing, investing, or all the other options that are out there. I don't see what's wrong with that, and especially if it turns out to be something that is like other... Country systems such as Canada and people are still calling him lots of names. That would be very interesting to watch Because I kind of really think they do that when they just don't want people to follow the law Even though lots of other countries already do it And it is true that a lot of people see America as a place where immigrants can come and make a new life for themselves And they're not they don't want to discriminate Among who gets to come because everybody should be given that opportunity and in a lot of ways I agree with that and I don't want to digress a lot but I don't think it's true that the United States should be only for a certain a certain identity based on who started it. I don't think the U.S. was ever really like that. But I don't really want to get into that right here. However, I don't think that you can be so indiscriminate if you have certain social systems, social programs in place. So I think that's where the difference comes in. So I'm for what he was saying about immigration. One more thing I want to talk about in terms of the State of the Union speech was him pointing out black unemployment. Now, I am not a fan of pandering to race based voting blocks. However, politicians would not pander if they weren't listening. By the way, I am so getting off track, but I had the interview with Tree of Logic and she was telling me about the Black Caucus and how they don't even allow Black Republicans to join it. I think that should not exist. It should be dissolved pretty much immediately. I don't know if they had a white caucus, I don't know how people would feel about that, but I guess it doesn't count. But to me, that's the same thing and it's hypocrisy. <laughs> but let's not get into that. So I'm hoping that, even if it may be small, that segment of the population that votes like that will stop living in fear. I really believe that from what I see the Democratic Party uses fear of racism to keep them joined at their hip and I'm not saying that these people can't think for themselves or anything like that but I think that is a primary motivator of at least what they offer to them is basically they will protect you from the evil bad people and I hope that them being able to provide for themselves is more appealing than people just making them dependent and I hope that they can see that. So that's my hope for that. So I think that's pretty much all I had to say about that State of the Union speech. Let me see if there's anything else. One more thing was getting rid of the individual mandate for health insurance. I'm not a fan of regulated health insurance in the first place. I also don't like people Conflating health insurance with health care, and I've been seeing a lot of advertisements from people on the left about how people on the right are taking away their health care. And there are many ways for people to get health care, and uh, it's the same doctors that are going to be doing it, it's just how they receive their payment will change. I'm a big fan of that, I think nobody should be forced to do those things. I believe that's all I have to say about State of the Union speech. One more thing I want to talk about was Jordan Peterson. I'm changing topic. I'm a big fan of Jordan Peterson, specifically when he was talking about Pinocchio. I remember watching one of his um, talks and he spoke about Pinocchio and uh, going to the island, where basically people gave Pinocchio everything and it stopped him from building up his own character. That's a very poor way of stating what he said. But I think that describes a lot of what's going on in terms of these group politics and I want to say that I strongly support what he's doing. I'm so glad that he's reaching a wider audience and that it was brought to my attention that he cried recently when speaking about men committing suicide or wanting to commit suicide. So I don't think that just one gender should be focused on. I believe that both genders struggle. But... Listening to him was actually really reminded me of Jesse Lee Peterson, who I take some issue with, but I love his work in terms of focusing on the black family in the United States by rebuilding the man. I think that there's a lot of focus on uh, female disempowerment. And I think a lot of men are being glossed over. And again, I don't think that one gender should be focused on or that one aspect of each human being, like the masculine or feminine, should be focused on. But I think that's really needed. And I guess I'm just trying to say that I'm putting my support out there. I love the work that he's doing. And I think it applies to just combating Marxist ideology and uh, groupthink. So that's what I want to say. Thank you for watching. I will talk to you soon. I just actually got someone to help me In terms of managing what I'm doing with the channel and I hope that will really free up some of my time and I'll be able to make some more videos. Thank you guys so much for watching my channel. Please donate and subscribe if you're new here. Goodbye.